Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Adult Meets Disney podcast. We're here to bring you an adult-focused, non-biased look on all things Disney, from the parks, to the movies, and much more. If you would like to help us grow the show, please like and subscribe, leave a comment, and tell your friends to do the same. Have a magical day, everyone. Enjoy the show! Hey everybody and welcome to the Adult Meets Disney Podcast. I'm your host Tom and today for episode 26 we have so much Marvel news to get through. Uh, Deadpool 3, yep it's happening. I know it's a bit old news but we're going to talk about it. There is trouble in Blade Paradise happening right now or at least allegedly happening right now. The Wakanda Forever uh, trailer, the second trailer for Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever has dropped and I've seen some initial reviews for Werewolf by Night, Marvel's Halloween special that's going to be coming later in October. Wanted to start with Deadpool. So Deadpool 3 is happening. It was announced and in the most Ryan Reynolds way ever. Uh, very Ryan Reynolds classy, we'll call it, as it got put out. And, you know, the, obviously the big news, other than the fact that Deadpool 3 is actually happening, is that Hugh Jackman is coming back as Wolverine in Deadpool 3. And I think this really provided a spark that the MCU kind of needed. It's struggling at this point with low views on Disney+. Plus. Uh, some of the shows have not received favorable views. Uh, their, their ratings are not the highest right now. And the box office hasn't been too kind to them. Uh, Sans Spider-Man and at least the opening weekend of Doctor Strange, you look back at Thor Love and Thunder and that movie like barely broke even. Yeah, it pulled in a lot of money gross. The gross revenue was a lot. But when you look at how much money was needed in order to recoup the price, its, it's production budget plus its marketing budget. Uh, it it, it kind of just broke even, so they're not hitting. They're not bringing the haymakers like they had done previously. So having this announcement really provided a bit of a spark because I don't think that spark really came from D twenty three. You know, Comic Con gave us the Avengers announcements. Yeah, we were all hoping for something big from D twenty three, and we didn't really get anything big from D twenty three. So there was this kind of a lull, like we don't really whatever. And bam, you know, here we go with Ryan Reynolds coming out. Announcing Deadpool. Uh, so, yeah, getting getting Deadpool and Hugh Jackman is going to be really cool. I'm curious to see how this is all going to work under the Disney banner. As, like, Deadpool has to be rated R. I, I just can't see Deadpool coming in as PG-13. It, it, just, it just wouldn't fit. I mean, Disney is taking some... They're not rated R, but at least some more liberties with mature content with more made for adult content uh with with some of their programming that's that's on disney plus you know they've they of course have mentioned daredevil they brought the daredevil shows and the punisher and everything from netflix and let let that alone uh there's there's a couple films that came over from the fox acquisition that they're they're leaving alone and so far andor uh their newest program relative to star wars has a more mature vibe to it. It doesn't have this, the typical Star Wars trope that we've seen with a lot of Disney Star Wars recently. So, maybe it'll happen. 
nothing has been announced as far as production or what it's what its rating is going to be. Uh, so just curious to see how they're actually going to pull that one off. Also kind of curious to see how is Deadpool going to tie into the overall arc of either the MCU and or the multiverse saga. Because when, when Kevin Feige came out and said, oh, some films are going to tie together, some films aren't. Or some, not just films, but but some products will and some products won't. I would be okay if this was just a standalone thing. And have it reference or honestly even be satirical uh, or spoof some of the existing plot lines. Kind of like what it did in the first two movies. The first two movies, they had you know, references or, or a cameo or, or something like that. Like, it was its own self-contained story. It wasn't cameo for the sake of cameo, which I, I feel a lot of Marvel films are doing right now. It wasn't that. It was, oh, look, like, here's, like, the X-Men hanging out behind a door. We're just going to close that and carry on our way. Something like that. And I think it gives the opportunity, therefore, just to allow things to make... It's Ryan Reynolds. He's going to make fun of stuff. Allow it to make fun of itself. You know, especially if there are things out there that people that just completely fell flat. Like, let's use this as a chance to just like poke fun of it and realize, hey, we get it. Like, we messed up and and carry on from there. Or if you want to bring it into the bigger overarching picture, okay. I mean, would would I be upset if I saw, you know, say Deadpool run across Rocket Raccoon? That could be hilarious, you know. So, so there's there's a lot of different ways we could do it. I think the the big thing is is Deadpool, at least from the two movies prior, is a goofy character, and keeping a goofy character that is rated R is what needs to happen. It, it just it just has to like please don't mess with the formula for Deadpool because it's so good, and you know Ryan Reynolds, I I I, I like his work. Um, you know, it's oftentimes a lot of the same stuff, but it is funny, so I, I do support it. Um, now, they did announce that it's coming in September of 2024, so we have two years, and that means it's most likely going to release before the next D23, so we probably will never have a D23. Uh, again, I'm not sure the exact dates of D23 in 2024, but it's, it's likely, because I believe this is coming at the beginning of September, Deadpool will drop. And it will be in Phase 6, because I believe Phase 5 is set to end with the Thunderbolts, at least that's how it was announced at D23. And the Thunderbolts is supposed to drop in July of 2024, which means that Phase 6, again, assuming that Deadpool fits into this, would contain Fantastic Four, the two Avengers movies, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, and now Deadpool. So, Phase 6 is shaping up to be amazing, with, with if, if those all there are the films in there. And there are still titles that have not yet been released. You know, the, the big speculations that are out there is that we're going to have, you know, potentially another Spider-Man movie. There's potentially going to be a Doctor Strange movie in there. I have no idea. That's just, you know, you hear stuff on the, the rumor mill or you see something on Twitter, and who knows if it's even valid when you see it on Twitter. Uh... But those are things that, that you're seeing. So, But I think Phase 6, it needs to be a home run because Phase 4 is just dragging. And there's not much in Phase 5 that there's really a good amount of buzz around. Like, yeah, I, I think you're going to start seeing a little bit more with Quantumania, which kicks off Phase 5. You'll see a little bit more with that. But there's there wasn't a lot at D23 that, that gained a lot of... Or even Comic-Con that gained a lot of traction coming out of 
Phase 5. Now that said, Phase 5 is going to have to set up the multiverse in a strong way, and it's going to have to cement some flagship characters. Uh, Unless uh, Wakanda Forever can pull that off, uh, Phase 4 didn't do it. I mean, yes, we we still have about a month until Wakanda Forever uh, comes to theaters. Maybe we'll be in for something there. But we didn't see it yet. Uh, we don't have that main character. We don't have the new Tony Stark. We don't have a new Steve Rogers. And I, that, that's really missing. They gave us the direction, but now they need the, the, the cement those, those flagship characters. So I'm hoping Phase 5 can do that. Uh, we'll find out. But moral is here. We got Deadpool. Deadpool is coming in September of 2024. You know, speaking of Wakanda Forever, though, uh, the second trailer, it has dropped. It has dropped earlier in the week, and I gotta tell you, it looks really good. It looks really good. Ryan Coogler, I tell you, he is a great writer and a good director, and he has not disappointed me yet. And it's both within the MCU, obviously, with the first Black Panther movie. I loved it. I, that was, I left, I remember leaving the first Black Panther movie and saying to, you know, to, to the folks I went with, I forgot I was watching a Marvel movie. I, I, I thought I was just, it, it, it could have been a standalone film. Like, yeah, it, it referenced yeah, Zemo and the Accords and all that. But take out the superhero-ish stuff and, you know, I'll admit some, like, some janky CGI at the end. That was a really good movie. And then when you look at some of Ryan Coogler's other work, like Creed... Creed, and I thought Creed too. good movies. They were good movies. You know, we'll see if Michael B. Jordan is going to make an appearance or not, but those were those were all good movies. So I, I have a lot of faith in Ryan Coogler as a writer and a director. And based on the trailers that we've seen so far, most of the footage, at least earlier in the trailers of both the first and second one, look like they're part of a a either a services or a celebration of life for in the film T'Challa, uh, but I think it's going to be a real testament to uh, to a friend. Yeah, you know, I, I just in in seeing the interactions on online, it looked like Ryan Coogler and Chadwick Boseman were close. So it looks like this is going to be an artistic send off, one friend to another. So I am fully prepared that the emotional heartstrings are going to be tugged during this film. I think we're going to get a lot of that. I think this is, I don't know if it's going to rise to a Pixar level gut punch, but I think we're going to get some, we're going to get some emotional, emotional beats happening in this. And I think it's because the true friendship that these two individuals had. Uh, The trailer though, for, for all of the good that, that really came uh, from the trailer, there were some things that I think were some setbacks. One and honestly, is probably on purpose, is that they still did not reveal who the next Black Panther, or at least the person who's going to take up the mantle of Black Panther, will be. Uh, now, the last shot of the trailer shows the character, the Black Panther character in the suit, and it does appear to be a female figure. So many people are currently thinking that Shuri is going to be the next Black Panther. And... Yeah, it may be. Uh, I, I, you know, they're they're already going to introduce Riri Williams into uh, into the the MCU as part of this film as Ironheart. Uh, so you know, there's already the 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 lab person who gets powers or who has a powerful thing. In this case, 
what's tantamount to an Iron Man suit. Um, so I'm not sure if they're going to then pull Shuri out of the lab to take up the mantle of Black Panther. Because you already have the lab character or like the, the, the techie character with some type of extra power. So would it be double dipping? I don't know. There there may be other female characters like Okoye who could take it over. Or um, I believe it was Nakia who could take it over. Um, you know, she was given the, the flower at the end of... Or when they thought there weren't going to be any left uh, by the Queen during the first movie. So maybe that's where it's at. It's tough to say. And that's just one shot. We don't know if there's... You know, how many times has Marvel... Pulled the wool over our eyes when it comes to a trailer. I'm still waiting to see that inf that shot from the Infinity War trailer of the characters running towards the camera, which clearly was shot just for the trailer. I was waiting the whole movie during Infinity War to see that shot, and it never came. So Marvel's propensity for putting things in trailers that don't actually make it in the film is pretty high. So, there could be a lot more. And there is speculation out there that multiple people will wear the suit, the Black Panther suit, during the film. And the film will end with somebody being identified who's going to carry the mantle forward. Maybe that's what's going to happen. I don't know. I even heard a rumor that they're going to, with the whole multiverse thing, that they're going to travel the multiverse to find a version of Killmonger who is good and bring him in to be the Black Panther. At, at this point, especially because it's A, Marvel's just, you know, doing the whole multiverse thing, and B, the trailers are being very tight-lipped, and I get why they're doing it. Very tight-lipped. Uh, anything could happen. You know, anything could happen. The only thing I know for sure is that tickets are on sale now. <laughs> and I'm certainly going to be getting mine quickly. I want to make sure that I have a good seat for when this comes out. You know, the second thing from the trailer that, again, it's it's speculation and that's it. There's the speculation that uh, Doctor Doom is going to be the, the real archetype behind the... Or the architect behind everything that's going on in this film. Uh, that he's going to play a role similar to what Thanos played in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was like, maybe they're just going to show just like a glove or the hood or something of Doctor Doom. And no, didn't happen. And I I get it. You know, that that's... A, it's a rumor, so who knows if it's true. And B, even if it is true, that's something that would be such a shocker. Uh, that I think would, one, you know, blow people's minds, and two, if I were to put it anywhere, if, if it wasn't going to be, like, actually in the film, it should be a post-credit of just seeing Doctor Doom and, and, and getting that, that in there. So maybe that's just Marvel being hush-hush, or maybe it's just wishful thinking at this stage of the game. Um, I, I, have, I have hope for this film. I do. And I'm saying that with a bit of precaution, and the real reason I'm saying it is because of the director. It's because of Ryan Coogler that I have such faith in this. Marvel just, it hasn't, it, 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 it hasn't had the, the magic. It, had, it needs to find that, that secret sauce that it had before. Because, you know, for as much as we enjoyed Doctor Strange 2, I think it's because I enjoyed Sam Raimi 
more than I enjoyed Doctor Strange 2. I, I think if you put a different director in there, it maybe doesn't speak to me as much. And it's just because I like Sam Raimi as a director. Thor Love and Thunder, funny, very funny, laughed a lot at it, kind of made me, you know, like we said before, uh, turn your brain off for, you know, hour and a half, two hours, and just be like, yeah, okay, whatever. But in terms of plot, it was kind of a hot mess, that movie. Kugler has my full confidence, and I hope he, I hope that he knocks us out of the park. I hope he stays on board for future films. Um, I've heard speculation, you know, through the through media or through YouTube personalities. You hear speculation that, oh, he's in consideration for directing one of the, you know, I think it's Secret Wars, maybe. We'll see. I know he's directing Wakanda Forever. I've seen the trailers. I have hope. I have hope for this movie. I think it's going to be a good movie. Uh, Ryan Coogler hasn't let me down. Um, I think uh, I think we're going to be in for for a really good time with this, uh, an emotional time with this. Um, so looking forward to it. Looking forward to Wakanda Forever. Um, movies though that might be in a bit of trouble. We're we're looking at you, Blade. Blade is apparently having some struggles right now. Uh, so, Word About Town is that the director has walked on the project, and star Mahershala Ali is allegedly quite upset about the process. Um, now, a lot of these things, that's why I say allegedly, a lot of this is rumor. A lot of this is, oh, it was, you know, leaked by so-and-so, or found on Twitter, or reported in the... You know, I, 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 at least as of this time, have not seen anything from Mahershala Ali himself saying, I'm upset. Alright, so this is just allegedly. So the alleged claim that is out there is that the script for Blade is only 90 pages. It contains two mild action sequences. And that's it. That's it. So, if that is true, and that's a mighty big if... That is, that is the alleged thing. I'll make that very clear. That is the alleged uh, statement. That can either be a bad writer and or it's Marvel slash Disney trying to fit this into PG-13. And much like Deadpool, Blade, it has to be rated R. Like, it, Blade is a violent character. You can't. You, you just can't make Blade PG-13 and still have it be good. I mean, a lot of people are, they're going to compare it to Wesley Snipes. They're going to compare it to that. And we need to be, we need to be honest that it has to happen a certain way. There are certain expectations for that character. Like, when you take characters that have a violent nature to them and try to make it more family-friendly or PG-13, you get Morbius. That's what you get. And like we all know what happened there. So if if this is true, that it's a 90-page script with two very mild action sequences in it, that's not looking good. Like you don't you don't need that. And with production set to start in a few weeks, that places some serious trouble on this film. Again, if that's all true, that places some serious trouble on the film. Not to mention the fact that, again, if true, I, I can't state that enough. If it's true, the likelihood that millions of dollars have already been sunk into that film 
Like, there's already been staff paid, there's already costumes designed and made, there's sets that were designed and constructed, there were probably permits paid, and, and all manners of other stuff that has gone out in pre-production. You, you, you gotta do something. I mean, there's I've even heard some people out there speculating that this could mean that the movie just might outright be scrapped. Like, yeah, we're just gonna get rid of it. We're just not gonna do it. I, that would cost millions and millions of dollars and potentially just derail the entire story. You know, they they put so much time and care into into strategically placing some of these plot lines throughout the entire, you know, phase four and phase five and so on. If they pull Blade, what does that do? What does that mean for the story? What does that mean for smaller plot lines? What does that mean for, for Avengers? What does it mean? That... That just, I don't know, I think it just seems a bit, a bit much to say that, yeah, we're just going to scrap the whole project. I, I mean, could it happen? Anything can, but nothing official has come out from Marvel or Disney that they're even considering doing something like that. I mean, my personal feeling is that Disney, and by default Marvel, would do everything in its power to salvage this picture. Everything. Um, but they have to move quickly, because schedules change. Like, Hollywood is a fast-paced place, so if if your actors or your crew are like, listen, we can't just keep dragging our feet here, like, we got other things to do, they'll walk, you know, if, if, if they're able to. Um, but if that, if all that's accurate, like, it appears that they're no further along in production than they were when this was announced, what, like, two, three years ago? So, there seems to be some issues going on with Blade, I mean, if anything, if anything, much like I, I kind of had that plea with Deadpool, keep Blade rated R. Be true to the nature of the character. I know, I know it goes against the grain for Disney, but you're starting to make some paths into that with some of the Netflix shows coming into Disney+. Plus. There are some, uh, some Fox films coming into Disney+, Plus that are a little bit more, we'll call it edgy. This and Deadpool, Blade and Deadpool, have to be kept true. Uh, they, they just have to be. Uh, so, we'll see what happens with Blade. I guess the jury's out. We'll see what happens with Blade. Uh, the, the last thing is we have some very initial reviews of Werewolf by Night, which is Marvel's uh, Halloween special that's going to be coming out in October, in this month. And the initial reviews are quite nice, quite good, uh, showing that people are enjoying what they're seeing. They like the classic monster style, so like a Frankenstein or Wolfman type style to it. Uh, they think that it's it's pretty good. I believe they said it comes in around 50, 50 minutes. It comes in, uh, and the initial reviews are good. So I don't believe a date has been announced as to when Werewolf by Night is coming out. I'm sure it's... I'm sure I'm just lazy and just didn't go look at on Disney Plus or on Disney Plus or on Disney's website, uh, but it will be coming out as part of a Halloween package. So I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it falls under the. Uh, it's Marvel. There's no way that this can be, you know, an Exorcist level scare event. So I'm looking forward to checking it out. Sounds like it's going to be a fun time. Uh, and then that's kind of it. That's where we're at. That is all the news that is happening right now for Marvel. We will be back with a Marvel discussion around She-Hulk, as that will wrap up on Disney Plus 
in the next few weeks. So that will be our next, uh, barring major news, that'll be our next Marvel review. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. And if you like what you heard here and you want to continue to hear more, please like, subscribe to the show, and do tell a friend to do the same. Until next time, everyone, I hope you have a magical day. <laughs>